Welcome to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy early. Let's go ahead and get these likes up now. Do not wait. Get it done now. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn, and turn on notifications. This episode, except for that, you know, the beginning of the stuff that we talked about with Honda, will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Uh, all right, man. So this week and, and last week has been a crazy and interesting week, to say the least. Um, a lot of things have been going on and I wanted to make sure that we tried to talk about it as much as possible. Um, and one of the, well, one of the things that I want to get to right off the bat, uh, Kunta put up something on his, uh, page and I wanted to read it and then I wanted him to kind of break it down just a little bit. And then from there, we're going to, you know, I'm going to ask the topic question, but he put, um, I think as HBCU band heads, it's time we have this quote unquote cranking and sounding good quote unquote end quote debate because man, um, and I thought that stood out a lot to me. Uh, so Kunta, go ahead and, and elaborate on that and just give me your, give us your thoughts on what you were uh, speaking about. So what I was speaking about, I know this going to hurt some feelings, but it's, it's coming from the heart. So what I meant in that status, let me go to the beginning that led up to it. So recently, have y'all watched the battle between Bethune and FAMU, right? So, you know, I love Crank. That just, I grew up around it. That was my culture, but I still had an ear for what sound good and what don't. Looking at the FAMU battle, and I'm like, you know, Everybody have their top five, so who's the best band in the swag? Who do 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 do? But when I listened to Famu and Bethune, it was like, man, it's boring. But man, they sound beautiful. That especially, I think it's called uh, Balenciaga Fanfare from Famu. Oh my god! And it's like it's starting to ring to me where it's like. Okay, I'm starting to understand both sides of the argument now. Where on the cranking side of it, it was like, okay, you got arrangements where you're doing runs that have that leads to a climax, blah 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 blah. Cool. I get that. And it's can't lie, it do give me chills. But then you have the other side where the family and you know what I'm saying, Bethune, where it's like, man, they sound good, like really, really good, but man, it just don't it don't give me that chill feeling that this other side of the spectrum give me, you know what I mean? And that's what I was getting into it. Cause I was like, man, I think it's time for us to have this conversation where yes, it sounds good, but we still getting that same feeling that we get from having a climax when we listen to cranking. And it's like both sides. It's like, I get both sides of the argument now. And I don't think a lot of people are seeing it because where people will look at Famu and Bethune and say, "Oh, they sorry." Da, 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 da. I look at them like, man, that's a, those 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 are some solid programs, dog. I, I can't. 
at first, when I was younger, I was like, man, I can't get into it. But more and more, I start listening to it. I'm like, bro, there's 12 bands in the swag. And I'm like, look, how is these how these two bands right here is ain't on everybody's list? Because they hitting the checkbox, but in my eyes, the only checkbox they not hitting. And I can't really say that about Bethune, because Bethune have some good shows. So it's like, is they really being an entertainment? You know what I'm saying? So... That's what the, I meant about the status, you know what I'm saying? Because it's getting to the point, yeah, it's cranking, but it just don't sound good, bro. It don't. It Granted, I'm not going to say cranking never did, because there's been bands in the past that, oh, yeah, they, they sound good and they crank. Oh, good Lord. But now it's just getting to a point where, you know, especially on an arranging tip, everybody want to write, all these, you know, AVAs, all these runs, triplets, six triplets, everything that leads into nothing. It's just a whole big blah. It don't mean it's like it's not even like what you used to tell me a PV. It's not telling a story. And I'm starting to notice that more and more, especially now I'm working with high school and I'm working with the kids, and I'm like, it's just it's just sound. And I don't think a lot of people's understanding that. You know, know what I mean? Where they'll look at um, sounding good as a, a PWI sound. Like, since when a sound have a label on it? You know what I mean? I'm, let, me, let me say this before we, we get in, uh, get into this. It's really, you know, as an educator, it feels good when, you, when, when the light finally comes on, right? Cause right. you come to you, you know, we know <laughs> between me and Brown, they had a lot of conversations uh, in front of that, in front of that, and that band room on that podium about the exact same thing that you're talking about right now. Uh, but it, it feels real good to 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 be able to to hear you say that. But um, but let me also put this into comparison, right? Like the Bayou. Mm. And and let me start out by saying when it comes to the Bayou, um, just the format that they were doing, because it, it was kind of like R and B, and then a rap daddy right after that, um, which which I understood and, and could respect what they were trying to do um, from that perspective. Uh, so shout out to them for trying to to make those adjustments and do something different and, and trying to um, step out a little bit and, and just say, all right, we're gonna change the format to try to appease different people and not just play rap daddies all day. But when I, when I listened to it, I just heard loud the whole time. Uh, and, and I, I, I really just kind of heard loud trying to out loud the loud. Um, and, and that's just kind of where I, I sat and I heard it from. And so when you're when you're having these conversations or when you're talking about that, even when I read your post, in my personal opinion, um, I just kind of felt like or I kind of feel like at this point, people can't tell the difference. There are too many people out there who are saying the loud sounds great. They sound great. I don't know. It's just loud to me. Uh, and yes, you're absolutely right. There are people or there are groups who can Crank it up and still sound good at the same time. Um, so the first question that I have uh, that we're going to get into, we're going to start with Quan. We're going to go to the right. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to this thing called uh, cranking 
and well, let me let me make sure I say it right. Uh, cranking and sounding good. Have the lines become blurred now? Are the lines blurred when we talk about cranking and sounding good? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. The lines have been blurred. I think it's been blurred more and more, um, especially with the um, inclusion of and adding uh, social media. Because now the loudest, <laughs> it's funny, the loudest person with the loudest voice has the loudest opinion. Um, and I think we've all had a light bulb moment. Um where it was like, yeah, bro, we getting like, like a little too far with it, you know. Um, I'm looking at it from this, this perspective because today uh, was our first day back for some Houston schools because we we had an extra two days for whatever uh, reason. So we had an extra two days off uh, Thanksgiving break. It was it was something uh, going down in the city, Portia. Yeah, it wasn't she, good, good. She but, was looking like, know, oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, but... Nevertheless, though, we had those two days. And, and of course, you know, as an educator, when you come back from a break, your kids, they for the most part, they stink, you know, because they ain't been on their horn for about a week and a half or whatever. And just having the conversations, uh, and I'm blessed for, with my students to have a musical ear and discernment. Like when we sit down, because you'll see my head down, I'm score studying for our UIL pieces and blending and checking things and focusing on balance, my kids, they were playing and I was like, okay, who has a melody, yo? And it was like the the trumpets. Okay, so who should be the loudest? The trumpets, who has the harmony? We're going through this now. Um, And I'm gonna just brag on myself a little bit. I don't do it much, but I can really teach. So when your kids regurgitate your philosophy, you know you're teaching. And I just, not all bands, let me be clear, not all bands, I don't feel like all band directors are teaching. And that's just the bottom line because they're, they're going to be, I was always taught a band is going to be a replication of you. Now, that may not be your standard that you want them at that moment, but they're going to replicate you. Um, There are some great bands that are out there. However, my issue is, who has the melody? Who has the harmony? Who has the counter melody? If we're we're using perpetual perpetual motion for this arrangement, how can we bring this out? How can we have dynamic contrast? Those are the conversations that I want to have. And as an educator, uh, as uh, Brother Kunta was saying, that's the part that gives me chills when we have those aspects. Now to another person, they may just be like, hey, blow that hope. Because sometimes real talk, that's necessary. Like, we have to be honest. When uh, Southern played, and I even I told this to Julian, when, when Southern played Holy Grail, I guess it was the first time, that gave me chills. But also what gives me chills is when Bethune-Cookman played Amazing Grace, though, I believe at 07 Honda. That gave me chills as well. You see what I'm saying? When you talk about, speak about chord progressions, 13th, 11 extensions, that's what, so you're doing it for everybody. Uh, furthermore, I would like to add, we have to be careful of what we're putting out there that, that's a quote-unquote a representation for HBCU bands. That also matters too. 
i.e. when I don't think I said it public, but I'm gonna say it now. 07 Honda, when Norfolk came out, if you was the band in the back, you felt some type of way. I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it on you felt some type of way. Because they were cranky, but it was clear. Let's be honest. For the this Pepsi, um Pepsi Battle of the Band would like the first year that it happened. Norfolk was one of the best sounding bands that was there. Period. Uh they have bite, they have attack. This recent uh, when y'all played um what's that Drake mix y'all had? Um that y'all played at the beginning of this year. Over. Did y'all hear that that woodwind run in the beginning? You know what I'm saying? Like this is what this is what, in my opinion, musicians should get excited for. But I'm gonna just say it like this: in the swag, we have a lack of musical diversity. Everybody sounds the same for the most part. And everybody, in my opinion, we're just gonna keep it a thaw while. Everybody's reaching for something. So that's that's some of the issues that we're dealing with. Everybody, for the most part, is reaching for something. And be because you're you're fighting someone else's fight and you don't know yourself, then those lines get blurred too. Because if you don't have those type of trumpets or that type of trumpet section, now now you're overblowing. Now you're overcompensating and changing the timbre of the instrument for what it wasn't intended for. Brother Kunta also spoke about um, arranging. There's certain, uh, again, this is an education show. Y'all can get this edition right here. I keep it on my desk. This edition right here, it speaks about the optimum range of an instrument. Once you go past that is that aspect, then your instrument uh, may become too, uh, what's called shrill. And then now it's automatically out of tune. But again, all I'm saying is we have to start teaching our students because now the younger generation of arrangers, because they're arranging on finale, and it may sound great on finale, but then you put it, you know, on that piccolo that's playing two octaves above, and now you're cutting through the band, and then that particular note is already sharp, and then you're not teaching them to roll out or roll in, so now we super out of tune. But I'm just a band director, and that's how I feel. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let me just say this. For some reason, every time you bring up that 07 Honda, I'll be sitting up here like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I guess that's I guess that's because, you know, I, that was that was the last the last one I gave out. So, you know, hey, that was that was the last hey, time I touched no the field. Lie, so no, no lie. We was back there. Even Prof A was like, damn. I'm I'm telling you, bro, like that was y'all was in y'all bag. And we just was like, bruh, like them boys ain't ain't even playing with y'all. Like we came to kick butt and chew bubblegum. And we ain't got no bubblegum. Just saying, bro. Y'all hey, deserve it. Hey man, I appreciate it. But you know, like I said, any time any it's not just you. Any anytime somebody brings it up, I, I always gotta 
you know, kind of kind of sit back like, yeah, I know we was we was killing. But I mean that in all fairness, that we didn't do anything different than than what we normally would do anyway. And to just give you guys a, a real insight before I go on to Maya, um, we were actually supposed to do something else coming on the field. Um, we had we never marched on the field ever, 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 ever. And we had been practicing marching on the field to set up for our show. And that right, shit was trash. It, was, it wasn't necessarily trash. It was just different than what we had ever done before. And it was just weird. So before we got on the field, right before we got on the field, uh, matter of fact, I think it was right before we came out of the tunnel. Um, Twan, the, the head drum manager at the time, came to us and was like, yo, we're not, we're not, we're not marching on the field. We, we doing what we do. That's, that's, that's just, it is what it is. We going to do what we do and we just going to, going to rock out. And we was like, hell yeah, Twan, hell yeah. And then we just, we just did our thing. Um, but, but, but no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, that Honda show and, and Rick has said it multiple times and I'm sorry, I have to agree with him. One of the best HBCU style shows uh, to ever be done in the field that does not have a clear re- recording at all. Um, you cannot find a clear recording of that show. But I got I got the DVD, bro. But the DVD phony because it's not the full show. It's just, it's the it's, re- it's the recording that we did, and wow. then some B roll behind it. And I'm like, uh, that's that's not the show. Yeah. Um, so but it's kind of like you you have to be there to feel it though. Yeah. Like no lie, bro. I'm I'm I'ma leave I'm keep going, bro. I'ma just leave it at that. We okay. was in the back, bro, like God. And then we went right after. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, bro. All right, that's enough now. That's enough. All right. What? I, I like, just said I know it. Folks take things too far. No. I didn't give you your props. Don't act like I'm just Listen, right. no, 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 no. See, cause cause now I you know, one one hand washed the other. With the first the first year that P V uh did the Honda, I was there. With uh, Sai, uh, my chapter of Sai, and I was like, "Yo, PV's gonna come out here and kill it. Like they gonna they gonna kill it, and y'all killed it. So hey, like I said, man, one hand wash the other. Man, I gave y'all love. You know, uh, it wasn't what we did, but it was still dope, though. It was still dope. It was y'all was y'all killed it, man. Good job, good job. <laughs> Black people and flies, I do despise. <laughs> uh, all right, my uh, are the lines blurred now? Cranking versus sounding good. I mean, well, I don't really know what much else there is to add. I mean, Quan literally took it from the left end of the spectrum all the way to the right. The little nugget that I was going to add was, uh, I think lack of identity has a lot to do with it. But I mean, Quan also covered that. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, of course, you're getting out of pocket because now you're trying to fulfill somebody else's fantasy. You know, or what you what you think that fantasy entails, and so of course everything gonna go out the window. You know, everything's gonna go haywire. I've I've done it. I've witnessed it. I've been a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I understand firsthand, and I really think that there are multiple factors, of course, that have gotten us to this place now of bloodline. So to answer that question, yes, I absolutely do think so. Um, I think part of it is the vision being blurred, right? So from the top down, who's in charge? And them not having a clear, not necessarily respect, but a clear vision or a clear ability to communicate that. Um, 
is a portion of it, but I think a, a larger, maybe not a larger portion, but a very large factor has to do with people just not being able to be themselves or being secure within themselves and letting that do the work. Okay. Uh, Kunta, let's get you in here, man. Let's get your thoughts. I, I know that you kind of started us off, but uh, let's get your thoughts on this. So the line's blurred now. Cranking versus sounding good. Um, yeah. The line's is blurred, man. Because when you look at everything, you can, I'm going to compare two battles that went on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to compare the Florida battle, and then I'm going to compare the Bayou. When people looked at the Florida battle, everybody was saying, oh, it's boring. Oh, nobody don't want to look at that. So in the casual eye, I guess it's boring to them. Now we go over here to the Bayou Classic. Oh, they sound like Southern, sound like, you know, whatever, sound like Dookie, sound like Poop. So now you got two different styles of band going on, where you got, like what you said, one side is trying to out loud, loud, and then you got one another side trying to out sound good, sound good. You feel me? But the sound good side, everybody like, oh, that's boring. But now the cranking side is starting to be like, oh, you know, that's trash. So now it's, it's, it's getting to a point, there's no middle point, you know what I'm saying, between just a mesh one good style with it. And I'm going to look at the Norfolk battle from 07. I'm going to have to do my studying, man. <laughs> man, because it's just, it's, it's getting blurred. And it's like, I, I agree, Doc, like, when I listen to every other band, I'm just like, it sounds the same. It's just, it's, it's no variety. And I remember when I was coming up, number one era of band I love looking at is from that 2000 all the way up into that 2009 era of band. Because I always say, like, like, for me, and this may be, you know, a big topic, but when I looked at the 70s, 80s, and 90s, it was building up to be what the thousands was. And the thousands was just, it just blew up for everybody's bands, no matter who it was. And now it just got to the point where, I don't know, it's just no middle point no more, man. Like, cranking just, like, I just be like, oh my God, they just, they sound like a horrible sudden, or, and it's not even a good sudden. But, you know... I can t- I would say you know some most stuff, but it's just it, it just it, it's blurred, and I agree it's really blurred. Like just because you sound good, is it boring? And just because you love cranking, do we have to tolerate it sounding like you know booty? So yeah, it's it's it's, it's blurred, man. It's blurred. All right, Portia. Uh, are the lines blurred now? Cranking and sounding good. Y'all, I mean, it is. I mean, there's nothing else to say. We, I think we all know that they're blurred. I think that culturally, though, people aren't willing to say that. You know, people are, it's loud. And I don't really want to go against the grain. That's why we get so much flack because we say the stuff people want to say, but too scared to say. It's blurred, and it all it just loud don't sound good all the time. And I don't care how you slice it, who doing it, the kings, whoever, the queens, whoever. It it all that don't sound good. And I think my next question would be, how do we fix it? Because to Quan's point. 
these the people I, I don't know how we got here, but a lot of people that's band heads now are how can I say this politically correct? Um they just voices. They don't, their opinion is really based on what they like and not experience itself. I'm gonna say that. So they've, you know, started to have a louder voice than those people who have experience, is how I'll say that. Okay. So if that's what they like, I don't know that it's gonna change because that's what get view that gets views and likes and all that other kind of stuff. But what is it doing for the culture? Hmm. Um, oh, go ahead, Kwan. You got it. No, nah, I, I was. So, so this ha- ha- has to be said. A few, a few, uh, many shows back, we spoke about protecting the culture. But we have a lack of respect for the people that truly are in the trenches. Um, in my my opinion, for for those that you know may not truly understand what cranking is, because uh, we have subjectivity to everybody in their opinion. What's cranking to me is like ninety five southern. That's that's my favorite southern. If you go listen to Cold Hearted Snake that they're playing when they debuted it, that's cranking. If you go listen to, uh, I believe it's like 1978 FAMU, uh, when they're playing Earth, Wind, and Fire, Fire uh, Getaway on the dance field, that's cranking. 07 Norfolk, that's cranking. 09 Norfolk with Dirty Diana, that's cranking. Uh, aspects of PV, cranking. Like, my, my thing is, you can crank with control. But once you start to get outside of the box and you start dealing with uh, when you start dealing with the uh, trying to be something that you're not, then I feel like that's when you lost. Like, let's be real. I think maybe you, Julian or Rick at the time said on the show, you was like to be this loud for the for the Legion. We need more players because we're not going to outplay and take things above this or we're not going to bring our volume to this you see what i'm saying that's being true to yourself and i think fam you they're true to themselves the problem is now with the internet we feel that to get a true buzz or to recruit like we feel like we should we have to be like this particular school and i'm gonna say it southern the truth is southern doesn't have to recruit they don't. From their marketing team and strategy, real talk, I don't think Southern actually has to recruit. The name alone, in my opinion, is going to bring those kids uh, there. Kudos to them. But for those that, you know, have to recruit and be, you know, uh, do things different, if you're not true to yourself, then where is your musical integrity? Because here, here's the truth, to kind of answer your question, Portia, the only way we're going to change that is if people like myself, Julian, Rick, we're going to have to honestly build, have to build a school, 9 out of 10. That's what's going to have to happen. We're going to have to build a school, and I say that because these larger schools, we know that people die in them seats. 
That's number one. And then number two, most of the same schools hire the same people. So don't be surprised if, you know, you see Quano at a school have to build it up, such as like a Teledega or something like that. And then it'd be like, oh, I see the way he's doing it. That makes sense. That's the only way, in my opinion, that would get you actually change it. Or people got to start protecting these real music educators that's are in the trenches. So, uh, and, and I, and Quan, I know that we had that conversation kind of, you know, off offline and, and on the phone. Uh, and, and we could really dive into that and talk about some of the stuff that we talked about, which would take a whole nother hour. Uh, but, and if I choose to do so, we probably will, but we'll see. But I, I do have this thing that I, I wanted to say, right? Like I'm going to come from a, come from a different perspective. Um, I don't even think that we have a diversity in sound and music just in general, right? Like there's, there's many different forms of jazz. I mean, I don't care how you slice it. There are many different forms of jazz. There are many different eras of what we would, we would call classical music. I mean, classical music isn't, classical music is only an era from the classical period, but then you had different eras and different periods, right? But the, the point is, all of them had their particular styles and sounds. My problem is, is that if, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, Quan or, or some of these, some of the New Orleans folks in, 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 the, in, the, in the chat. See, there you go. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> rest in peace. But, but no, so I, I got to throw it out there. But somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Dr. Graves, when he decided to to really try to build that Southern sound, he kind of built it on New Orleans brass band. Am I correct on, on saying that? Am I somewhere around in the ballpark of that? So my only my only issue is everybody can't be a New Orleans brass band when it comes to marching band. Let let somebody have that. All right, is somebody gonna be bebop? Is somebody gonna be fusion? Like there there are different variations of what these, these, these sounds are and nobody, and I ain't gonna say nobody, but it's not too many people taking that risk to step outside of that. It's I, everybody wants to be big band. I mean, a uh, uh, um, uh, second line, you know, brass, brass band. Sorry. Everybody wants to be that. But I, I, I just, I, I, I want to see the diversity and the variety in the, in the sound. And I think that's, one of the biggest things that I think that a lot of people keep harping on is the fact that once again, everybody sounds alike, but how do you compare that though? You know? And, and I think, I think the other half of that is, and I appreciate what, what NSU Legion said, um, as a culture, we do like stuff loud and in our face and entertaining. That doesn't mean that we can't have a diversity in sound. I can listen to an R and B song loud, I can jam, I can jam some Carl Thomas in my, in my, in my room. You know what I'm saying? Or I can jam some yin yang twins. There's two totally different, different fields and different, different diversities of, 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 of music, but I can still jam them. And I appreciate them both for what they do. But if I'm just, and, 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 and I, and I don't even know exactly what it is, but if I'm just listening to drill music all day, I don't know what is drill music, by the way, I'm not trying to be funny. Uh, it's kind of it's like the new gangster music. Gotcha. But it's it's but but it's based out of like a new uh Chicago, New York, Chief Keith, and then gotcha. I just type of drill, yeah. I just I I didn't know exactly what it is. But but if I just listen to that all day, 
then what what am I really saying about who I am as a person? What am I really saying about what I like to ingest and invest in, and 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 what I appreciate as far as music? But then these people who are listening to drill music are the same people who are going out judging bands. That doesn't make any sense. So that's kind of where my 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 mindset goes sometimes. But go ahead. So I I got two things. I do agree with what KB is saying. He's like musicians enjoy musicality and precision. Most fans enjoy entertainment. The value create like he like that's it though. But the unfortunate part about it is, at one point like playing Earth Wind and Fire Getaway was was the current drill. Now. My thing is, we have a 50-song book, and out of 47 songs is is your drill. That's the problem. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why we were saying earlier this year, we were, we were appreciative of Alcorn playing the Power Rangers theme. Like, that's my thing. Like... Rest in peace. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, that's why people were excited when Texas Southern played the snarky puppy, like it's the attempt of trying, to, uh, of trying it. Like that's where I feel like things are lacking overall. So it's not about, cause like, let, let's be real. In the nineties, the human jukebox, you really couldn't prepare for their book. Like, like them boys are messing around and play a fanfare then they'll play a march. Then they'll play the current pop tune. Then they'll play an old school. Like, you couldn't really prepare. But I feel like band directors had that integrity to where they was like, man, we can't outdo them. Let me just do me. And I think that was a more exciting time. That's my point for that. But, two, I want to ask, like, the ladies, do you feel like it's a lack of diversity from the auxiliary, too? Ain't nobody gonna answer your question. Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to start. Let let me make sure I'm clear on what what do you mean by that? Like, so all right, so from the band point of view, we're we're basically saying, like, okay, um what's the word I'm looking for? Like like, do all the teams look alike or are they doing the same thing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would typically excuse me, I would typically say yes. However, Coming off of this season alone, there, my mind is being changed, right? Because I think we're in a good spot this year, this season, amongst, I won't say all, but a lot of the teams, right? So I think that this was a, a defining moment in auxiliary culture for people kind of standing in who, who they are, what they want to be, and pushing that out. So yes and no. If this was 2021 and back, then I would say yes. Um, but coming off of this season, no, ish. I'll, I I agree. It's gotten better this year. The last two years, couple years before COVID, I was like, "Ooh, child, everybody looked the same." I don't know what's going on, but I think we've seen some things um, that have stood out to me and which made me notice teams that I've never noticed before. Um, So that's a great thing. I think we still should be pushing the envelope and staking claim to who you are 
and what you want to portray for yourself as an auxiliary unit. I have seen some amazing, some good stuff this season from a couple of groups. So I will say that, but in the past years, I was like, Ooh, child, we, we, this one unit just merge them all together. So yeah, yeah, it's getting better for us. Now I don't, I don't see that happening with band because I think that's a runaway freight train. And I don't know how you stop that, but for auxiliary, I see us moving in a better direction. And I'm gonna be quiet after this, Julie. But it's just, it just, it's picking at me. I guess. But my question is, what did the ladies do that some of these band directors are not? If that's the case, if you're leading towards diversity. Well, one thing um, Edwin said is new direction. The other thing is that I think they figured out that me, tra- us trying to be somebody else, won't quite working for us. That's the only thing I can think because you've been doing everybody else. So something shifted this year that made you say, hey, maybe we should do this. This is our strength. I do think new leadership helps shake things up. Um, but all of these squads don't have new leadership. And and new leadership by itself doesn't go well because it's a squad out there that I'm kind of like, ooh, what's going on with y'all this year? And they got new well, leadership. Oh so... Yeah, yeah. So I think some of them, though, are realizing that that's not us and we're not doing that well. So let's do us and do that well. Um, I, I typically, because I, I was going to ask another question, but I, I want to address this and I, and I typically don't do this, but it's such a good question that I want to address at Industry Legion um, in the comments as um, how serious should band be musically your job in most programs is to entertain the crowd and paraders should band be a serious music form if so how serious so i i actually have two responses to that question and anybody can kind of pick up with that but my response to that is one um i think that whenever you pick up your instrument you always want to try to produce the best sound possible um it doesn't matter if you are on the stage or if you are marching up and down the field you always want to to create the best quality sound possible. But the other half of that is that I think that when you start talking about historically black college and universities and those band programs, we are historically competitive in that particular arena. And so you always want to put your best foot forward and you always want to try to do whatever it is in that, in that competitive space. When you're looking at PWIs, they're not necessarily competitive in that, in, in that aspect. They go and they have a great time, and even if they decide to get competitive, it may be a little jab here and there during a field show or something like that. If you've ever watched an Ohio State, you know, a halftime performance, they may throw a little jab at the other school or something like that. But in totality, they are really ex- exactly what they're supposed to be used for, which is the inter- which is the entertainment factor for the 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 football team, so on and so forth. Uh, where, whereas we have always, or, or, and more or less historically been a lot more competitive. And so because of that, we want to, yes, entertain, but we also want to do what we can do to try to best the next, uh, program, whatever that looks like. And in my personal opinion, if you're an ensemble, because you are a musical ensemble, you don't want to get on stage and just be like, all right, well, just go for it. Just blow balls to the wall. Right. For some reason. 
and I think I said this to Quan before uh, on the phone. For some reason, we treat the field as as approach to music and and and, and ensemble etiquette different than we do the stage. No, per, per, the way that you approach your instrument is the way that you approach your instrument all the time. You just have to know what it takes to be able to create the certain sound that you want. But if you, it, to me, it doesn't make any logical sense that you can completely play out a tune and be comfortable with it on, in the stands and on the field, but then you try to sit down and you try to talk about ballast blend and intonation and, and do it. That, that doesn't make it, to me, that doesn't compute. Your, your thought process would be the same in both arenas. Can I say something? As somebody who is in the trenches, as much time as we spend in, spend in practice, it is serious. And if you're spending that much time in practice to, to just go have fun, that's a waste of time. If I just want to show up and go have fun, I don't have practice for the club. I don't have practice for stuff that requires no forethought, no input, no structure. If we want to show up and just have fun, then there's no no need to be practicing every day, blood, sweat, and tears. So anything that you invest that much time is, is automatically serious. And to Julian, Julian took it, but that's what I was going to say. Marching band is still a class and an ensemble. So if you wouldn't say jazz band or... Um, any of the other ensembles are not that serious. You wouldn't. So why is marching band? Because what? It's a larger group. Because we're playing at outside venues. No, it's still an ensemble that has goals and should have milestones that they want to meet. And anything that we do, I say it all the time. The students should be better at the end of it. So if there's a educational goal involved it is that serious should uh, piggyback on what y'all just said it's serious and you have to look at it like when you look at college band in general high school middle school and elementary all three of these elements look up to college band so of course you have to set a standard because I can just, I'll, I'll use an example for football. Everybody look at the NFL. Everybody just looks what, what Cam does, what Odell does. You know, the kids will look what they see and be like, oh, yeah, I know I can probably catch a ball high as do like that. They look at this product because this is, you know, the highest level of football. So when it comes down to college, this is the highest level of marching band. So, of course, people have to put on a, you know, I'm just saying, but you have to put on a show where not only, yeah, because I'll just like you said earlier in the night, yeah, we can listen to something that's loud and we love it loud, but it also have to be pleasable to the ear as well, you know? So, of course, yeah, it's good to entertain the crowd, but at the same time, you have to sound good and pleasable to the ear at the same time. So, so two, two things. One, one to, to Julian's uh, point when he said the approach from the field and stands should be, you know, uh, parallel, right? But then that goes to uh, knowing the field and staging. 
And then one thing that I was taught by Dr. Zachary is your feel show should be married to your music. But that's hard to do when you're just doing step twos. You feel what I'm saying? Because in your mind, you can visually see it, but it may not align with the music that you have. So because of that, you're doing where certain parts where, honestly, you want to push the sound to the crowd, they may be moving uh, backwards. Well, we know that that's that's science. That means that sound going to go backwards, right? So that's one point. And then two, if we don't start to gain our pride back that we represent a nation of people <clears throat> for our culture, like we get mad, bro, when other people talk about us. But I go back to the Bill Cosby analogy. What are we presenting to the world? My mama always told me, even to this day, when you walk out in the world, you represent me. So you can't be mad. And it's not about pleasing other people, but it's about the representation of you. My band director, he uh, he was actually uh, a member of the marching band at Southern in the 60s. Uh, he was under uh, Dr. Freeman. They used to go to class, bro, in suits and ties. He was like, we had a different sense of black pride about us. You know, and when the Afros came out, he was like, you wanted your Afro to be the biggest, but the neatest. Like, you had a sense of pride when you stepped out, when you step out. When we go because of social media now, what are we representing when people see us? Not to please them, but what do they say? Like, there's certain it's a certain type of pride that no matter which stage you set on, you're literally saying, I'm the best though. And I think we're losing that because we want certain things microwavable. No knock to any young arranger, but there's certain things I'm in fraternities and whatnot. There's certain things you gotta endeavor through and cross not just putting it on finale. There's certain there's certain hardships that you, you know, you you got to push through to be like, yes, I'm a goat. And I'm going to end with this. That's another thing that we, we we use the term goat and legends too easy for a lot of people that haven't earned it. Everybody that know me personally, I don't brag on myself. I want other people to brag on me. And when they do, I'll be like, nah, that's cool. Because I feel like when you brag on yourself, God will take it away from you. But me personally, we in the trenches doing this work every day to get these kids a better opportunity for school. But when they leave these, um, our ensembles, they should be, we should be teaching them to be the best student once they enter that band. From a musical perspective, from a emotional point of view, as well as from a leadership, they should be leaders of men and women once they transition out. That's what it's about. Um, I I, I want to, and I agree with all of you guys, uh, and I want to say one thing, and then we got to move on because we haven't even gotten to topic number two yet. Um, but just to address one more time, one more again, uh what NSU Legion is saying, um, 
he's in most for the most part kind of proven the point, right? Uh, because he, he said for a long time the Michigan Marching Band director was a symphonic band director. The marching band was a symphonic band, and that changed the dynamics of their sound completely. But that is exactly what we're talking about, right? Because most of these people who are in front are really just marching band directors. Wow, phone just went off. But they're marching band directors. But it doesn't translate well. Or to me, in my personal opinion, it becomes disingenuous when you try to sit them down and you're like, all right, now let's play concert. Play in this particular style. Or play this particular way. It's disingenuous because you don't translate one thing from the other. You try to separate them like they're two totally different entities. And I also think that that, that that also limits your literature that you play as well. Because you only know the thing that your marching band director told you or taught you. And you don't have or you haven't gone out to uh, acquire different knowledge and you haven't even played some of the things that you're asking your kids to play. So then it becomes, to me, in my personal opinion, a difficulty on how to teach it. So, I, I, like I said, I think it, I, there's, a, there's a lot of things that can be embodied in this, and we can spend all day talking about, it, uh, talking about this same thing. But we got to move on. We got to go to the next topic. Uh, so let's do it the right way. Let's start it from the top. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU, band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like, like that. Let's go ahead and get these likes up right now. Don't even wait. If you're just walking in the room, go ahead and smash it right now. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passionist Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Um, so here we go. Next topic. Um, this was kind of brought up by something that me and Quan were talking about behind closed doors, and it kind of ties into the same uh, thing that, that we're talking about a little bit. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, it's, Jackson and Southern in the SWAC championship tournament thingy. Um, and Quan, Quan definitely put it out there. He was like, man, it's not even that many people talking about it. It's not, it's not like people are excited about it, you know. Um, so much so that it kind of made me go back and look at, or, or, or we just kind of talked about the Bayou. Um, and it ties into the same thing that we were just talking about, but we're going to get a little deeper in this. Um, we've been hearing the loud conversation for a long time, all the rap daddy conversations, because we've been getting a lot of rap daddies uh, lately. So the question is, are people getting tired of the same old thing? Rest in peace. Are people getting tired of the same? If it goes off and y'all hear it, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to say it every time. Uh, but, but are people getting tired of the same old thing? Portia, let's start with you. Me, I'm people, I'm tired. <laughs> it's me, pick me, I'm tired. I want to see different stuff. I want to, that's why I've so, been so excited about the stuff I've been seeing from the auxiliaries. Because it's different. Um, I I just, 
it's kind of like you watch the same thing over and over and over. I used to, um, we, after games on Saturday, on Sunday, I would spend part of my day catching up on other band programs. And I'm going to tell you, like halfway through the season, I stopped doing it. Because it's like, I don't know the songs. I'm going to be real. I don't know. Them rap, the rap songs, the only ones I know is the ones that the kids, that the Legion put in the dance routine or the kids play. I don't know these songs. But I could, I would be able to appreciate it if it sounded good and just wasn't loud. The stuff just be loud. So after like five or six songs, I'm like, Lord Jesus, I need to go turn. I just don't want no sound for the rest of the day because it's just, just been loud. Um, yeah, I'm tired. And and he's and Legion, I NSU Legion, I am getting old. I am getting old, but I like what I like. I still can listen to and love a ballad. I still can listen to and love something that sounds good. But to me, everything is just loud, and I'm tired of that. I want to see people take on and do different stuff. I can't even tell you how excited I was when we were in Houston, and I could hear the Woodwinds and Southern's band. Oh, my God. Write it down. Let's keep that going. You know what I'm saying? Like, just try different stuff. Try new stuff. And that's across the board. Yes, give me quiet. That's how I feel after listening to that stuff all day. Like, no, I can't. I don't even do it no more. I look. I listen for the highlights. Most of the time, y'all will tell me what happened on here, and then I'll go listen to see if I want to. But I don't. I'm for real. I do not want to have to listen to this through that mess to find something good. I'm just be, gonna be honest. I'm tired. I'm the people. I'm tired. But who am I? Uh, I I can tell you now. It took me three days to listen to the to the Bayou from beginning to end. You see what I'm saying? Because you need a break. And it took me a week and a half to get through the, was it the Jackson and, and Alcorn video, uh, uh, fifth? I, that's, and I didn't even watch the halftime. Uh, I, I was just, I was through. Uh, all right, uh, Maya, are people getting tired of the same old thing? I mean, yes, I think so. So I've been thinking about this a couple different ways, right? So... I think the true band heads of like the true band head swack hour, me, I got whomsoever, Howard, you know, having folks of the world. I think that when you feel so strongly about something and it's just not the same anymore and you just kind of forced to that point where it's like, this is not what I fell in love with. It's hard to, it's hard to stay steadfast. It's hard to stay with it and in it. So I think a portion of it is that because a lot of us long for what we grew up on or what we knew to be the quote unquote culture. And I think that it's just, it'll never quite be that again for a many reasons. So I think that people are tired of that. I think the fact that when we talk about creativity, innovation and things of that nature from a very large scale, I think persons are tired of being able to say, Oh, Bethune coming, okay, they're going to do this and this and this and this, boom, we already know they show. Ain't no need for me to watch it because I already know what they're going to do, right? I think there's a, a portion of that. But I also think that social media has a lot to do with it as well, right? So I no longer, we're no longer in the days where if you want to see something, you have to dig in your pockets. You got to figure out how to travel and get to where you need to be wherever. I ain't got to leave my house. 
ain't got to go to nobody's airport, get nobody's car or whatever to consume this culture. It's going to be right here in front of me. It's it's not necessarily brainwashed, but I mean, it's, it's fast money. I'm going to get it anyway. So it's just kind of like the... Okay, let me be clear. This came from me thinking that you're asking or, or saying that a lot of people aren't really talking about Jackson and Southern being, you know, it, it's basically like boombox number two. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying in that regard, I don't think people are that excited because they don't have to go to the event. It doesn't have to be, whether it's publicized or not, it does not have to, a lot of butts in the seats for people to still consume that energy or still consume that culture. So it was just all the different ways that I thought about it. That's definitely a different perspective. Uh, and I honestly didn't think about it from that from that standpoint. Uh, some people are like, well, I already went to the boombox. I don't got to go to the second one. I can just watch it on YouTube, Daddy. So, I mean, Garrett is going to give me what I need literally, if not live, two seconds after live. You well, it ain't, it ain't, so, it's going to be Justin. <laughs> Justin, because you know. Too, well, I well, I well yeah, I know. But, but, well, it ain't no, even going to be, sure. I'm gonna be, it ain't going to be either one of them. It's going to be, what's my man, uh, Showtime Web? Yep. Cause he be he'll hit the live daddy in a minute. Or uh, who is it, Mister UGMSC nineteen ninety nine, something like that. If it's if Jackson gonna be around, he he for damn sure gonna be That's he true. or she is for damn sure gonna be. Thanks. Uh, Coulter, are people getting tired of the same old thing? Most definitely. So to piggyback up what uh what is it NSU Legion said when it comes down to rap music. And this is where I'm coming from with it. Back in the gap, and I, and I'm, you know, I, 2014, you know, that's where I crapped. You know, but I'm all, I'm built off of the 2008, 2007 era of band. So during that time, when you had rap music, you know, it was rap music that was nostalgic. It was rap music that, you know, gave you musical sense in a way. Now you have ABC Elmo and all these other rappers that, you know, you don't even know about or even understand because there's so many different rap tunes to the point the general listener will be like, I don't know what that song is. And it's getting to the point where, where it's just loud, 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 loud. People want to hear variety. People want to hear actual music. So when people look at boombox part two and you you already turned off off of the boombox part 1.5 and you just like i don't know about this man because it was just a whole lot of hoopla versus hoopla and i ain't gonna say the battle is just bad because yeah there's parts of the battle i was like oh yeah they smashing but then there's a lot of parts of the battle i was like yeah i don't know about all that so it's in my eyes, until stuff change, shot doom boom is going. You know, it's it's the same thing over and over. So yeah, yeah. Extensive every every song got a tuba break at this point. <laughs> every song got a tuba break. <laughs> you could be playing "Sweet Love" and it got a tuba break somewhere. In there. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Quan. Are people getting tired of the same old thing? It depends who the people is. You know, do the people want the song? You know, uh, that's that's just how I look at it. If you're speaking about fan heads, yeah, well, I mean they're not tired; they're they're eating. But if you're if you're speaking about 
people like for example like you know julian like we speak about uh as african americans diversity equity and inclusion we speak about that but it's funny how a minority in regards to music we lack diversity like i remember man first of all going to a hbcu game back in the day was something special that's number one number two to truly hear the band live that was special and number three not knowing what they were playing made you go research the song now in certain instances we lack that right um but also if you're going to be honest most most rap not all but most rap sounds the same so how can you have diversity when a lot of the flows the delivery sound the same right but then also I only heard a few non-returnables this year. And we know non-returnables is one of them that is like, all right, bro, you lost. Pack it up, unplug it, wrap that cord around your own, cooling the gang with a, like, that snarky puppy. If that would have been me, I'd have been like, all right, can't do nothing with it. Come on, bro, let's, let's, we did good, y'all. We fought a good fight. We ran our race. You know, we, we we good. That Mozart piece. And I think Robin said it in the in the comment section. That's why I feel like Texas Southern did have the most most diverse and unique book. They did. Um so I mean that's for musicians, we we are lacking a lot because I feel like you can still pull those songs from back in the day or even those songs from artists such as Tina Marie, rest in peace to her, that Certain songs, bro, that, that jam that nobody ever thought about writing. Like when me and Julian was talking about arranging and whatnot, some of his arrangements that people that people should be thinking about writing, that they didn't. You know, I'm not going to give my ideas on writing because I don't want to give my stuff away because my book going to be diverse. So if it's, if I don't give a damn if it's an anime theme song, if it's a cartoon theme song, if it's a video game from back in the day, like, do you realize fanfares are not diverse anymore? People are still playing chase. I mean, and I'm saying that, and I don't want nobody to be like, well, you talking about Grambling. No, people are still playing Bill Chase. And that was written in the 70s, but we don't, don't want to talk about that. How are we, you know, transitioning forward? You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, there are certain HBCU standards that we need to keep then there's also some measures that we need to push forward. Triple it, triple it, triple it, I get you. But I don't want to hear that on every song. No lie. I did appreciate when uh, Brian Simmons wrote that nobody does it better. That was different. But we, we got to start diving deep into the creativity of what we can bring to the table, not the same thing. And I think... Unfortunately, because we we focus on trends, that's why we lose. Instead of understanding that everyone in their own right is a trendsetter, so that's 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 how I feel about that. But depending on who listening to it, me, I'm I'm the people with Porsche. I'm tired. I'm tired. How we? I'm dog tired, boss. Dog tired. But that's just where I'm at. You know. Uh, and I and I, my favorite bands, real talk, are the '80s, late '70s, 
'80s and '90s band. I, I feel like with the with the lack of uh, support financially and administratively, bands started to fall off late '90s, early 2000s, and then it really peaked about '07. And then we started fighting to bring it back. I think we're going to have a renaissance for for bands to come back. But that's when people took bands serious. Go back and look at some of them drills. Lines, straight, dance routines, on point, entertaining. And then they went in the stand and might have played Purple Carnival, the Klaxon. They they did it all. They was not limited to, well, we got to have 50 songs, 50 rap songs in the stands. But was playing with clarity, intonation, pitch, blend, and balance. They was doing it all, bro. Just saying. So, um, and I'm glad you brought that up because you you really started going into the next topic, um, because I think that's something that that needs to be discussed. So, um, instead of going through the whole process of going through the the you know the topic switch and just bringing it up, since you kind of already started it, um, we we get the we get the conversation of you know, and we've heard it many a times. You got to meet the kids where they are. Which I think in education you do. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Say that you shouldn't. But I think that we disregard the past way too much. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. So when it comes to this, uh, this thought process, let's ask this question: Is looking to the past a good thing? Uh, who hasn't started? One? Oh, Maya, you ain't started one yet. Uh, is looking to the past a good thing, Maya? Couldn't get off mute. Um, this is controversial. I'm not really sure how I feel about this. So, yes, I definitely think that looking to the past is a good thing, right? That's Sophie. I'm sorry, y'all. Um... my mind is going a million miles a minute because I'm not even sure like yes it's a good thing but then what right because meeting children or meeting folks where they are right but then still honoring tradition or 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 fundamentals and all those things you mesh them and then what you know what I'm saying like I I guess I'm just trying to think for thinking yes looking to the past is a good thing but then what I don't really know. And I say that because, like, again, I have a whole bunch of things in my head, and I haven't had time to quite figure them out yet. So I'll come back. All right. Uh, Quan, is looking to the past a good thing? I know you kind of started off a little bit talking about the past anyway, but just this gives you the chance now in the topic to go ahead and elaborate a little bit. Yeah, uh, bro, absolutely. I think the great thing about uh, being a music educator, you know, we, we relate things. Um, and we relate, we, we correlate a lot of things. So, for example, when I was an elementary teacher, when Coco came out, like that movie, man, I thought that was one of the best movies created by Disney, right? And I'm bringing it up for this reason. There's a part where if, like, after you go into afterlife, if you don't put your uh, your people on, uh, I don't want to mispronounce it, but the, not Fedora, but uh, you know, the mantle, like they get lost in the afterlife, right? 
to keep those those band directors that transmogrified black bands to to what we see today, we gotta keep their names on the mantle. But it's not our job and duty to stick with them and then uh, lack creativity on our end so that our names don't end up on that same mantle. The problem is if somebody gives you a blueprint, it is your job, honestly, to say, how can I make this better? That's when you're pushing uh, things forward. Um, I think Dr. Zachary did that and did that well um, in regards to Prairie View. One band director sat in the seat for 30 years. He passed away. Uh, Dr. Zachary gets um, the helm in 2012, 2013, that time frame. And now he's transitioning them to another uh, pinnacle. Same thing. You had Southern University Band. Dr. Gray's getting a seat. Guess what? He transitioned it. Same thing with Lawrence Jackson, uh, Hamer, and now uh, uh, Kedrick. They're pushing it forward. No one says that you have to, you're locked into this specific tradition. But then as a, as a man or a woman, whomever is over the uh, that band program, ask yourself, how can I leave my mark without erasing the other person's legacy. And I think that's the problem. We sometimes get so caught up on our ego to where it's like, you just gonna disregard 60, uh, you know, 60 years of history before you get there? Now, how can I enhance this? And I think if we have that type of mentality, that type of mindset, that's when you get better. But here's the issue though. Are you studying to get better? Or are you just complacent to be like, well, this is what it's been, so this is what is what is going to keep going? You're supposed to look at and the FAMUs, the Southern Universities, the Norfolks, the the uh, Mississippi Valley when they were core style, and say, you know what? How can I set my band apart from all of these schools? How can I do a um? What's the um? What's the word uh, I'm looking for? Uh, Julian, not a step two drill. What's the other one? Um. Come on, bro. Help me out. Linear drill? Linear. Thank you. Uh, I couldn't get the word out. Like a, a linear drill, but then incorporate step two in it. How, how can I, how can I, I know we're accustomed to marching uh, north and south, but how can we incorporate east and west in this drill? Like, how can I include kaleidoscope with linear, with the percussion feature? How, how can I do it all? And, and maybe my faith is so big to where you're not going to just put me in a box. And that's just how I look at it, bro. But you have to respect them people. Those were the, the the those are the shoulders we're standing on now. So I feel like it's disrespectful to just disregard those people. The uh the the Hamptons from St. Augustine. And this is the person that many people don't even talk about. Uh from New Orleans, Adrian Watkins. People need to start talking about him and how he was a great arranger, how he would arrange with uh, Mr. Hampton, and was a band director all up and down Louisiana. People don't talk about him. People don't talk about a whole bunch of goats, but you're supposed to look back, though. All right. Um, Portia, is, is looking to the past a good thing? Norfolk. It's Norfolk. Norfolk. Or Norfolk. You can say Norfolk, though. Or Norfolk. Norfolk. Got it. And it's Quan with a K. Okay. Everybody correct him. Your name. Um, yeah, I don't mean no harm, but 
it ain't much in these rap daddies. So you got if you want your band to have any music, you got to play something else. And I don't mean no harm. It ain't no real ballads now either. So, you know, I mean, even when we ask the girls, we the still guys have a running list and we just check off like, oh, we need a ballad or, you know, the drill is what? Okay, we're going to look at our list. Those songs, 99.9% of the time, those girls are picking those, uh, I'll make love to you, um, you know, all of those things, don't leave, the stuff like that, because there is nothing now. Now, they did try to send me a list of stuff this year, and I was like, y'all got poles in y'all hands, so y'all won't be twirling to none of this, okay? Praise the Lord, but no. Um, because at least back then, they used to say it with a little finesse. Now, everything is just, it ain't about love no more. We just gonna hump and keep it moving, or it's gonna be real oh, They don't even. They I, don't even say hump no more. No, it just be real. It's a lot going on, so we gotta look to the past, because if you think that Somebody said to me, you know, y'all did Jasmine Sullivan real good. Y'all should twirl to sit on it. I said, excuse me? With a pole? Oh, no, baby. Not, not the silk hats. Now, you get up. You Wait, get there's up. a song called Sit On It? By Jasmine Sullivan. And I love the song, but baby, if you think that those young ladies are going to hey. get out there and twirl to that, somebody's on drugs. Absolutely hey. not. Hey, I'm, I'm, you might want just consider it. Oh, I'll hit you in the throat. No. No, no, no. Don't, that's not even, yeah. Go, no. yeah, go sit in the corner. Now, we just said no, that. Go no, sit in the corner. No, no. Like, they, the band can play it, and I think it'll be an awesome band song. But if you think that I'm going to let them get out there with a flagpole in their hand, talking about sitting on it, oh, no, baby. Uh uh-uh, uh, not in this life or the next. Listen, going viral, baby. Listen, as a director, uh, I, I will tell you that playing a song called Sit on It, even if you ain't vocally, expressing yourself ain't gonna fly it just it just ain't gonna fly and and my thing is, is with this, some admin we, some admin we don't have to, we have to we have to look to the past because these new people ain't giving us no, nothing to work with i'm telling you like jasmine last year gave us you know a couple of hits but some of that stuff was vulgar um but people not giving us a lot to work with it is really yeah yeah it just ain't it ain't it and i don't if we don't look to the past the silk ass wouldn't have no feature because i'm telling you a lot of this stuff is not about it's not a ballad and they can twirl to some up-tempo stuff but a lot of it that's raggedy that's trash too so i don't i mean if we don't look to the past i don't know what we got Hey, I'm I'm just joking, but I remember one of my kids told me, uh, Mr. Mitchell, you uh, you mind writing throat, baby? I said, shit, I'm going to lose my job. Okay. Unemployed. Unemployed. We, but, that, but that's why. But that's why I said. We're going to call it TB. We're going to call it TB. I'm going to be F-I-R-E-D. Listen. That's why I said some 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 administrators will let you slide because it was some some bands who was playing that, but a lot of bands was like absolutely not. No, I remember when that happened because my kids at now no 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 that's not even an option. Messing around with this stuff and to me, if they got to make a whole new version for the radio, it's a problem. 
It's a problem. I just some of this stuff is crazy. So you have to look to the past. The other thing is that if you want to give them something musical, you gotta go to the past. Cause right now it ain't it unless they making up some sh- and putting it in the song. Uh, you gotta go in the album. Like people miss the hits in the album, bro. Most of the hits is in the album. You gotta go in the album, bro. You gotta go in the album. Like so, some of these these rappers, real talk, they got hits. But it's in the album. And I remember a time when you would go in an album and play the song, and people would be like, bro, what is that? And they would have to go look up the song because bands used to make songs popular. I I want to say this uh, oh, before I you. Gotta, uh, what, what, Justin? Justin. What did Justin do? Girl, you look good when you back that. Versus. I want to sit on it. And I won't even go into the rest of the lyrics. Oh. What? <laughs> what I'm saying is, Cardi B described her private parts on a song. I mean, we had a song called WAP, so... I mean... Well, I, that's what I'm saying! That's <laughs> what I'm talking about! Like, back to girl, you look good. He said, girl, like tail. And I'm not saying you can't you can't rap about it or sing about it, cause some of that stuff back in the day was nasty. I don't know what, but please finesse it, dress it up a little bit. And I mean, if, my, if I'm not mistaken, back that thing up was about dancing, wasn't it? Or was it really about her? Cause I could have no, swore it was about it was, dancing. He liked, he liked how she danced with that tail. Right. That's what. That's what I thought. Listen to the lyrics, y'all. I did listen to the lyrics. Bro, when he say, put y'all on the couch, eh? Oh, yeah, you're right. Knocked up the couch, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never mind, never mind, never mind. You're right. You're right. I had to think about it. I I had to think about it. My bad. My bad. You're right. What I'm saying is. Free BG. Right. But what I'm saying is. He is free. The band played it, and I'm not saying the band, the Legion could play the mess out of sit on it. The Silks won't be twirling to it. That's my area. No. Mm mm. Would you feel some type of way if Hot Ice would dance to it? Hell no, I ain't that coordinator. I wouldn't encourage it. That ain't my business. Well, I I will say this. For years, for years, and it wasn't until I got older that I really realized many bands got away with telling everybody that they were smoking on hay for a very long time. (laughs) Wasn't that that one talking about weed and alcohol? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, PWA, yes sir, yes sir. We play. Willer is played it. I can tell you right now, we did. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm mixing my sprite with my medicine, and I'm passing out, and my head hitting the wall. That's the kind of stuff they talk about now. Smoking on hay, and if the little kids didn't know what the hay was, then you was fine. Now it is upfront. It is in your face. I call the Legion the cartel band. Everything they play is about drugs, sex, and killing people. Cartel. That's rap. <laughs> I mean, that's Hell. true. Ain't none of y'all been in love before. That's why they be struggling with these ballads. Listen. Y'all don't know nothing about love. Everything is, I'm going to punch you in the face and shoot you, and we're going to do drugs after. Listen, but I'm going to... I'm going to go back to this hay thing because I don't know if anybody listened. That hay got me going in the space and I just can't get enough. Smoking every day, I got the hay, so you know I'm going to roll it up, make a cloud. Like, what the heck? Like, that's, they're literally telling you everything that they're doing in the song. Like, <laughs> so. Hey, boy. Hey, you ate that one, bro. Thank you. I-
Appreciate that. You appreciate that one. Appreciate it. Uh, but I mean, hey, was my song back in the day. So, uh, but but yeah, uh, we ain't get to Kunta yet. Kunta is looking to the past a good thing. Sure, y'all y'all just hitting every nail on on the head because it's like my only thing. My only new thing I'll say is. Well, it's really messed together because when you look at the past, yeah, everything's good in the past. You look at how was it successful and how you can apply it to today's appliances. When I look at music, when I'm arranging, it's hard because I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm young, but I don't look at all the trends. I don't be looking at ABC Elmo, then drop the ABC song. Like, I'm still stuck on, like, I was just talking about Jeezy uh, new album, Snowfall, right now. I'm like, man, that's a banger. But people that doesn't listen to Jeezy and listen to ABC Elmo talking about FNF, you know, then you wouldn't know that Jeezy had a hit or anything. So, and I, I, I agree, the new ballads, I, it's hard to write newer, newer ballads because I, I was doing this because it's small. And what, I don't know, it's just, it just... I want to lay you on the bed. I want to hit you, and then I'm going to leave and then take your money. Hit it, then I get some money. Something like that. Like, it's just... Nowadays, music, like, like you know, what Quan said, you just got to dive deep into it for you to really just find, like, oh, this is smashing. But at the same time, you have to realize, like, oh, yeah, this going to be smashing, but does the majority know? You Like, does the majority know this song? Like... Cause on Snowfall, I'm like, hey, look, if I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody hit the album, but to a, if you a Jeezy fan or listen to the album, then you'll be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But once again, people like ABC Elmo, so mm. bro, we we been here, we been hypocrites now. Nah. Hold on, wait, that's a, yeah, I was about to ask, is this a person? No, ABC oh, Elmo. No, these names so crazy. Oh. Everybody was one yeah. this. Yeah, it's so much going on that I don't know. So I thought, we I, thought I thought ABC Elmo was a real person. I'm like, oh no. lord, come on, we, <laughs> hey y'all, come hey. on family, we being hypocrites. I'm How? gonna tell you why. This this why we being hypocrites. Real, real talk. It, it is. My mama and them dance to candy liquor. Uh, I hear you knocking, but I can't stop to let you in. Cause see right now I'm a little too busy making love to your best friend. Uh, make it Betty right, making love. For- I can't open the door cause I'm over here. That ain't what it's saying. Now it's gonna say it, it's subliminal. My thing come is on, what come on, nah. So, no, so I'm a, I'm a, let me, let me, hold up. So let me, let me come in the middle of that because I see both sides of that. The the thing I'm gonna say about that is. Portia has a very, very good point in this, in the, in the sense that even though those things were being said in the past, there was a little bit more finesse to it. Yeah, it was, it, it wasn't like I'm about to come and your brains like it, like I was talking, I was talking to my wife the other day, and I got frustrated because we were talking about Chris Brown, and it, it, it was like. Pre Rihanna situation, Chris Brown was like, even if he was putting out the stuff, it was love and blah 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 blah. Post Chris Brown, he, oh no, nah, he he was not sparing no. He expense. became grown. No, 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 no. If I'm gonna get out, 
I don't want to talk like that. I don't want to hear that. Thank you. If I'm going to talk in public, I'm not going to talk about that. Now, when I'm with my wife by myself, now we talking about some shit. But, but God says it's cool. God <laughs> says it's cool. What I'm telling you is, is that I want you to finesse it. Yes, they said it. I'll make love to you. It's, it's talking about the same thing, but they finessed it. They finessed it. It ain't, oh, come over here. So you so you telling me keep it in the closet. You need keep it in the closet, like finessing, like Michael Jackson, cause he cause he was talking about it. He was. Something about it. Ain't no mystery. Okay. Okay, but but watch this. You gonna bang that R. Kelly? Huh? You was banging tails. You was banging the aura. You was. The band yes. ain't banging the auras, okay? So, and the girls ain't twerking to the auras. So, so let me let me talk about still playing R. Kelly. Let me talk about Kels. I'll be honest, and this is not a popular opinion. I, let me explain something to you. We still play Michael, so I'm gonna still play R. Kelly. In wait, my wait, wait, what's wrong with Michael? You feel me? What's wrong with Michael? What did Michael do? We we gonna go. We Aaron, people not ready to have this conversation with me, but I'm sorry, a grown man would never. We but but michael but but it was proven that michael ain't touched them little boys now what? he now he may have he may have had them in the crib but he ain't touched them little boys all right but but, but kales but, but, but we he, know you still gonna bang elvis we didn't see we didn't see the video elvis. ain't nobody listening to elvis who listened to elvis something going on out here but we just need to crucify everybody need to carry the same cross is all i'm saying they still playing. They still playing Elvis. They Earth still song was Jeffrey not about Lewis. getting high. Earth song was not about getting high. Now you just going somewhere left, Justin. Yeah, and I had a, I had a long week, so y'all getting me real raw, uncut. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm gonna go. Some be quiet. No, you good, Elvis? I, I was going. I was asking the same queen. Who, who who's listening? Elvis? Who listening? Elvis? Bro, I listen, bro. I listen to everything, bro. No, I I, everything. once once I found out about Elvis's past. I stopped listening to Elvis. Now that, that's just me, but I used to, but now, now nah, I'm good. I'm good. But but he, here's the thing. But you will listen. Okay, so you you want that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, I'm about to say throw, throw somebody. Throw, about to say throw somebody at me. Okay. I, so so you will listen to somebody from back in the day because our our southern hip hop is drill. That's basically like the that's the new drill, right? You can't tell me you're not a UGK fan. So I am a UGK fan, but I don't listen okay. to them no more. So if you no more for real, yeah, I don't listen to them no more. I'm a I'm a DMX fan. I don't listen to, to listen to him no more. What so you don't listen to no rap no more. No. Oh, okay, well, touche. I had to I had to allow that energy to release from my spirit. So I don't I don't listen to them no more. Well, well, when, when we get in the car together, tell me, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a playlist just for you. Well, no, cause I'm gonna have my phone and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna listen to what I listen to. No, and if you got I'm the aux cord, you can plug, right, plug it I'm in. Be fair, if you got the aux cord or the Bluetooth, you can just plug up to my phone. Are you still gonna Boosie like my cousin? I'm gonna still bang Boosie. I'm sorry. Well, you get in my car, you gonna get Trilly and T from ninety uh, from oh four. <laughs> To about twelve. I'm just telling. Still a gangster. All I'm gonna say is, if you ain't playing independent, I'm good. I don't want no nothing else from Boosie. I just want to hear the I N D. That's all I want to hear. After nah, that, I'm good, bro. Nah. 
That's all I want to hear. Wow, 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 wow. You get out the car with me, you're going to be having a pistol on you. I'm telling you. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you want to talk. You want to run your mouth. You want to talk. You telling me. You still me. Right. Thank you. Like, thank you, Portia. Thank you. That's the same. If if I'm talking about, that's the stuff that I used to listen to. When I was when I was in them club days and I was pro, uh, running clubs and stuff like that and DJing back in the day, that was, th- that was my stuff. I, I tell anybody, I had a fight book. In my in my on my DJing set list, if I got tired of uh, being in the club and DJing, I had a fight book, and I would play all the fight music because I knew somebody was gonna swing and they was gonna shut the club down early, and I can go home. Well, you look like a down south Georgia boy. Okay, come on with the and my white teeth. Come on, come on, baby. Hey man, I, hey, the, the, the snapping was that was the thing back then. But anyway. Uh, but, but yeah, when it comes to, yeah, I got, we got to bring it back because we got so far off. Uh, but, uh, do, 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 do. Hey, that was the joint back. Everybody in the club was the honey. Uh, anyway, uh, but no, bringing it back, man, is looking to the past a good thing. Um, God dang, we went so far off. Um, I honestly think that, that programs in, and, and I, I learned this from being in a, in a, in a, another school district should really have a history night. Like we do a lot of stuff in, in certain band programs where we are learning about like different directors and stuff like that, which is cool. But I think that coming in um, as a crab or a rookie or whatever you, you know, whatever your program calls you, I think that you need to have a history night and a history night not only needs to consist of you learning about these directors and blah, 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 but you actually going back and watching the footage. And 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 seeing what the program progressed from, and seeing some of the better the better performances. Um, one of the things that I loved about Willowridge uh, during my time when I was there was the fact that in 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 um, in the band room, Mr. Thornton was gifted this huge big screen TV. And when I came in as a freshman, um, we would always, always, always watch older videos of Willowridge and and the major performances. We watched the Rose Bowl parade and and all the things that happened that led up to uh, the Rose Bowl. We we watched that. Uh, what? Anyway, we watched that. What was it? Ninety seven, ninety seven. Uh, Battle of the Bands. Uh, we watched the Orange Bowl parade. We watched all of those things so that we had a vision of where we came from so we knew what we were representing every time that we stepped out there on the field. Um, and I think that every single band program needs to be able to have those particular situations when they do that. If all that you're doing is just watching the stuff that you produce, I'm not talking to you, Google. Anyway, uh, Google is going off in the background. It's messing my thought process up. Um, but no, if, if all we're watching is just the stuff that we produce and we're not seeing where we're coming from and you're, you're leaving it up to the student to go and find this phantom stuff that doesn't exist or is difficult to find, then it's left up to interpretation of what this band program should look like and, and how you should respect it going forward. So I really think that that's when I, I think, when I think looking to the past, I think those things are, are those particular situations are necessary. So that's just kind of where I come from with it. I think, okay, I'm glad that you kind of said that, right? Because when I when I was trying to make my point, I was I was more so thinking of it how you just explained it, right? And that's where the and then what comes from, right? Because I would like to think that 
our version of band head, band head adjacent, whatever spectrum you fall under, yes, I think that we and people before us could have an appreciation for that. But I'm not, I'm not sold on the fact that today's today's world or today's culture is going to appreciate that and be able to move that forward. So when you ask, is looking to the past a good thing? I'm thinking of it in terms of a visionary. How is it going to be portrayed and pushed forward? I think, yes, for the sake of the thing, the students may, you know, take it in. But at the end of the day, if we're having such a big problem with lack of identity, whether no matter up until Friday afternoon before the game, you know, we are going over things that make us who we are based off of our traditions, based off of values and morals. But then we get Friday night lights and get in front of whomsoever and all the shit go out the window. That that's I think that that's a great deal of why we are in this subset of what we consider culture today, band culture, because there's not enough of that identity factor so instilled, so ran through your blood, so I can't even step away from it if I try that that's where the and then what comes from. So to pull that full circle together, that's that that was how I consumed it. I, I didn't even think in terms of the type of music that's being produced. I'm thinking of it in terms of moving a band program forward. It's looking back, going to help us get to remarking the culture to what it once was. No. Not in this day and age. Not with these folks. Uh, that's marching these ones, twos, threes, and fours. But you know what I'm saying? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I think so to some degree, right? Like, if you have, let's just say every band. Well, not, not every band, but let's just, I, I'll put it this way. Sometimes you'll go back and you'll look at the past and you'll look at old videos and some, and some kids will be inspired to play some of the old stuff that they, that they saw somebody else play. Cause it was, it was dope, but because you haven't seen it and you don't, you, you don't recognize it or whatever, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, you know? And, and I think that that helps. And that will also help with, with the, the, the variety of music that you play. If all that is available to you because of, you know, what everybody has said in the comment section, uh, you know, terrible producers or just the times or whatever, if all, if all that, if that's all that's available to you, go back to the past and look at what you did before. It's nothing wrong with pulling some old stuff up that was dope, especially if it will fit for your program. Now, I have the other half of that is I think that I think we get too caught up in traditional songs. I think that you should have staple songs, yes. You know, uh, we we came to play. I think that that's something that's going to stay with Jackson, and it should. Get ready. Something that should stay with Jackson. Um, uh, when it comes to PV, um, damn, my, my mind just went on blank. This that e. quick. E.T. Swamp. E.T. Swamp, yeah. You know, those things. Uh, but even, I mean, with Norfolk, I think that there's some songs that we stopped playing I think we should play. Um, you know, I, 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 and this is just me. I personally think we should still, the band should still be playing PYT, but that's just my personal opinion. I love PYT, but that's cause there was a Dizzy song. So that, that just may be a personal preference, but I mean, there, there are just some songs that I think that every, every program should have in their book as staples, but then you should go back and look in the past and see what worked for you. And you know, how can you advance in that and how can you use that to uh, make it better or make your program better and also see where you came from to know what you're representing when you step out there. Um, all right, man. Uh, we're coming up on the last topic. 
uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and announce the last topic. And once I announce that last topic, I'm going to put the link inside of the chat so that if you want to come in and talk that talk with us, man, you are more than welcome to do so. I'm also going to pin it to the chat and the YouTube. Um, so let's go ahead and start it off right. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and like, like, hit that like button. Good Lord, I'm messing it up now. It's getting late. Smash that like, Daddy, man, as soon as you walk into the room. Uh, also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passionist Network. If you're watching this on Facebook, you can come over to the YouTube of Passionist Network, and you can go ahead and subscribe then and turn on notifications. Then you can go back to the Facebook and do what you're doing. Uh, but this episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Uh, I didn't say nothing to you either, Bixby. Good Lord. All right. Um, <clears throat> I swear, y'all, if y'all didn't know what was going on in this private chat, it'd be hilarious. All right, um, last topic. So, uh, first of all, before I start this, before I start this topic off, uh, I do want to make sure that I announce if you are in uh, the Memphis, Tennessee area, Mississippi versus Memphis, Tennessee, uh, the sounds of thunder versus the tsunami of sound. Uh, it's going to be going down on Saturday, December 3rd. I want to make sure I get that out there. Um, Mr. McBride and Mr. Mr. Kennedy, brother Deontay Kennedy, uh, is going to be having uh, a battle of the bands. They're two programs, man. So you guys go out there and support. If you are in that area, please, please, please support. I will never, ever, ever, ever not tell somebody not to support any band program and any directors doing what they need to do. Uh, but with that, um, <clears throat> I, I saw this original post. Uh, and I wanted to kind of use something from this post to, to go to the next topic. Um, and so Brother Kennedy put this up, um, and I wanted to uh, highlight what he said. He said, and he's talking about Andrew, Andrew McBride, which is, which is my former student who uh, went to Texas Southern, and he went to Alcorn, and now he has – uh, his own program at Jefferson County High School. Uh, he said, I watched, this, I watched this young man be hated on, talked about in circles he wasn't in, put in a box, and not to mention expected to be a failure for the masses. Fast forward, still in the culture, now helping kids, has his own thriving program, one of the best arrangers out here. And last but not least, he finds time to work on his master's and still be the uh, assistant director of Alcorn State University. Uh, he goes on to, to, to just give uh, Drew his, his, his props. Uh, and his flowers. Uh, but one of the things that kind of stood out to me, uh, not necessarily him talking about Drew, but more or less just the word of hating, just that hating thing. Um, and, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is I, I'm really, really curious about what, what is hating? And, and, I, and I have to ask that, and I really want to get deep into this because, um, I don't know if it was me talking to Quan or me talking to my wife or both. Uh, but I think that we as a people, as a culture, as, as chocolate folk and brown folk, uh, black folks, I think we have a problem with, with, with being told our, our crap don't stink. And I think that we associate that with hating. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm just curious. And like I said, it's not specifically what, you know, brother Kennedy was talking about. So please, don't anybody think that I'm talking about him and what he was talking about with Drew specifically. I'm just wondering about the whole concept of hating. Uh, and so 
that's the question. What exactly is hating? Um, Kunta, you got it. For, or, oh, well, Kunta, you got it first, and then Quan. Oh, because I got a lot to say on this. Because I was actually talking about this earlier in the day. Experienced this earlier in the day as well. Before I even went in rehearsal, man. So as everybody can see, my hashtag hating is the new truth. Is not I, not even talking about band, just in general. It's getting to a point where like everybody, and I'm not even gonna say everybody because you know that's plural. It's getting to a point there is a majority of over here that agrees with a certain topic, and it's getting to a point with you having your own opinion. Like, okay, this is cool, but you know this is what I think. It's getting to the point where like people think, oh, you're hating and. You know, if you look up the textbook definition of hating, hating is saying, like, for example, um, ABC Elmo, you're never going to be nothing in life. You're just going to be a pure failure. You're ne- you're just plateaued. You're not ever going to just go to the sky. But people will take the truth and be like, ABC Elmo, hey, man, your music good, but, you know, it can be better doing this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to add, change your frequency in the music so you can understand. And it gets, it's getting bad because since when telling the truth is hating, man. It's like, if we take in, in band terms, just using it in the band terms, bro. How is me telling you your band sounds bad when I know what good band sounds like it's not no i'm hating and saying oh your band is never gonna sound good keep difference in keywords it's but it's one of them like you you can sound way better man you can be the number top band but man them trumpets they 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 sharp dog they they sharp and it is just it's trying to tell the truth and, and it's getting to a point a lot of people don't like to hear the truth a lot of people will turn the word truth into hate, you know, and it's, it's, it's just getting bad, you know, and if you don't know the difference between hating and, you know, the honesty, then it's how you're going to be good in life if you can't tell the difference between one or the other. Okay. All right, uh, Quan. What exactly is hating? It's having an opinion without a goddamn solution. That's basically just what it is. Again, bro, I think being a band director, I, I, I think it was maybe Porsche or somebody, but I can't remember. But it was somebody from the panel. I, oh, it was Crystal. Crystal said one time uh, on the episode that as band directors, we can never hide our Fs. We literally uh, put it out there either on the field or on the stage, period, right? Whatever our production is, regardless if our kids failed, you know, no pass, no play, regardless if we have administrative support, uh, parental su- uh, pa- parental support, whatever, that doesn't matter. You got a show to do because we are producers, we produce shows. Hating is when you say that band trash and that's it. Or you excoriate the band director or you excoriate these kids and they're never going to get better and so forth and so on. Critiquing is 
Man, they like 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 brother Kuta just said, man, they have real potential, but it's this maybe they need to work on. And you have more haters than people that are merely critiquing. Then when it goes back to we speaking about the art, some of the we I'm gonna just put it out there, some of the shit that people are saying is not sound pedagogy. So now you mad at that. So as a band director, if Portia or Maya or Michonne literally told me, well, Quan, you know, your auxiliary can improve like this. That's why adjudicators are important because after you do that performance and they say, say, fam, like, I wrote these notes for you. This is what they need to work on to get better. I can take that that's tangible and work on that and explain it to my kids to improve the what? Kids. Not get clicks and likes from a joke. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people that don't give a damn about the kids. Don't give a damn about what you're going through mentally, developing these kids. The the time and blood, sweat, and tears, like Portia said, that you're sacrificing to build these kids up to not only be better musicians or better dancers or better people, you don't give a damn about that. You're trying to get clicks and likes from a laugh or a joke. It doesn't matter that some of my kids may have a learning disability or, or may be dealing with mental illness. That don't matter. Y'all want jokes. Y'all want likes, and we only do it to ourselves. I'm in different, let me be specific and explicit. I'm in different drum corps groups as well. They critique the drum line. They never say nothing about the kids. That's where we go too far. Now you're talking about personal stuff with the band director, but you're not talking about, well, how can this improve? That's the difference with us. It's like sometimes as a culture and as a people, we don't go low for a joke. We go lower to insult and crush, belittle, demean. That's where, that's where it becomes hating because now you're being intentional about what you're doing. You feel what I'm saying? On this show alone, we never hate on nobody. Prime example, like what you just did, Julian. You gave a shout out to Deontay as well as uh your your your, your former student Drew. When we had the conversation with Deontay came on the show, I ain't agree with most of what he said. But when we saw him when we went to the city, it was like, say bro, now you see really who we are. And he was like, man, I really do appreciate that. Had a good exchange. Peace be unto him. Keep doing what you're doing. That's maturity. We don't have that in all uh, facets of our culture, specifically with band. What we have is a person that's a gangster behind the this keyboard and doesn't understand what I'm sacrificing. I'm sacrificing family time. And we're going to be honest, I'm sacrificing real talk more money because we ain't really getting paid what we really should be getting paid. We sacrifice in mental anguish. Sometimes we take care of these kids more than our kids, but that's a whole different story. You dig what I'm saying? So when people attack, not when they attack your kids, that's the difference without a solution. How are you going to make me better than because I'm listening to you. I don't have a problem with nobody critiquing. I ask Dr. Zachary, people from Prairie View, if a, if a person, uh, if you a juke, I don't care. But is it sound? 
is it sound advice? Because the truth is you won't take, you wouldn't take advice from a, a financial advice from a person that's always broke. So why I got to take advice from you? That's all I'm saying, bro. We as a people got to do better. Hating is easy, but read what I'm saying. It's band directors, real talk. I'm no lie. And I end with this. I've seen some of them have put their product out, but behind closed doors, I hit, I slid in the DM and was like, Hey bro, um, you might want to work on breathing exercise, but the, my approach is literally, I'm not telling you what to do with your band because I know people can be sensitive about their product. But hey, you might want to work on this. I think this can improve that. Hey, this is this resource. Because somebody had to help Quan. Quan wasn't always great. Quan is continuously getting better. So if you don't ask, if you don't put yourself out there to help the next person, then what are we really doing? That's what hating is, bro. People that's behind closed doors, that's on this computer talking bad about you, excoriating you, but have no solutions. That's a hater. Okay. Um, you said a, a whole mouthful there. Um, and I want to, I do want to be able to get to Portia and, and, and Maya. Um, but I will say this, there, there are many truths in what you said, but here's, here's, here's my rebuttal to that. I have seen, and I, I've I've physically seen this before, so I'm not making this up. Um, I've seen people who have been adjudicated and said, "Man, that 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 judge was is hating." So, in regards to how you you know position what hating is, I can I can definitely agree with what you're saying, but there are people who still will take take it the get it the right way. And still think you're hating, you know. And then before you before you go for that one, because I got mm-hmm. another thing, I, I got to write my stuff down because mm-hmm. you know y'all be going in sometimes. Uh, the other thing is, you said that you wouldn't take financial advice from somebody who's always broke, right? Mm-hmm. But in my life, I have learned that just because you don't have it doesn't mean you don't have the knowledge. So so for instance. I know plenty of people who aren't even band directors who can give me a wealth of knowledge on how to run a band program, how to build a quality sound. And I don't have to say, well, where your band at? So those are the two things that I, I, I just kind of wanted to give you as, as you know, little wrench in your, your little cogs there. So no, but, 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 but what you're, what you're saying is fair. And, but what was the the first thing you said? Uh, I was saying that I know people personally who have received adjudication and still oh. said that they were hating. Well, well, I bring up the Bible. The Bible says a fool dis- delusional. I'm sorry. Oh, you good? But a fool despises wisdom too, though. Like that's the thing, bro. Like, think about it. If we really get down to the real history of historical black colleges, those pillars and pioneers that started these band programs went to what's what, what grad schools uh julie either michigan michigan state uh i know a few have possibly went to indiana but it was up north right what school bill moffitt was working at michigan michigan state and he wrote patterns in motion when he was teaching at indiana 
if you speak, when we had a conversation with Dr. Sanford, where did he say he go to, to learn patterns of motion? Bill Moffitt in Indiana, Michigan, Michigan State. If you listen to the old, some of our fast cadences come from Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana. The uniforms that we have, some of them come from Michigan, Indiana, Michigan State. When you look at the format for the shows, the back bend, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue. The white shoes that certain bands wear come from Purdue and other schools and beyond. One band. Was, huh? Well, it's one for, for HBCU, but the other white schools that do it, it what I'm saying is, bro, we, what pisses me off is we act like we invented it. That's the problem. Somebody had to teach them people. So how dare you? So basically what you're saying, you was better than them. That's why I say you got to reach out to your past. That's why I like sitting at the feet of wisdom, bro, so that I won't repeat the same mistakes, not just about band, but about life. How do I navigate real, real talk through this band life with admin? Because some of them did it the right, many of them did it the right way to create their legacy. And that shit pisses me off, bro, like for real. Because we're sitting here legitimately saying, well, adjudicators are stupid. Well, who, who taught them patterns in motion? Now, how can I, who, 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 who developed the concept of linear drills? And why, and why real talk, are we still stuck in 1960? But we talk about DCI, but that's, that's what DCI was, drilling up and down the field. North and South. We already, man, let's put it out there. As HBCU graduates, we know that there's certain deficits that we face. There's no drilling class, unfortunately. In most schools, that they, they may not even be an arranging class. So you got to go get that out of the mud on your own. Man, people despising wealth of knowledge and people are dying with it. And then we're trying to figure out why black bands is dying. And don't look good and look the same. And we still doing the same thing from 1960. Come on, bro. Like, people got to get up off that high horse, bro. As the words of Pimp C, boys better get up off that chrome. It's a whole bread truck out here. Now I just came oh, to okay. dance for y'all. That's all. <laughs> Speaking about that, where the high white boots come from? Oh. Mm. We don't want to talk about that though. We don't want to talk about them ladies that was overseas dancing for the military with the high white boots on. See, I'm a I'm a student, bro. You can't just tell me anything. Oh, we go look up the Ed Sullivan show when they was in war. All right, that's a bit. Okay. Um, Portia, what exactly is Hayden? I don't have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that, young man, that man right there said it all okay I don't have nothing I don't have nothing okay I don't have nothing mic drop what am I supposed to say after that I think um, Maya you're, you're, you're in the same boat aren't you now what am I supposed to say after that literally literally like I said that man came from the left end of the spectrum, went all the way to the right and came back again, stopped in the middle and went back for another piece and went on back to Glock. Child, please. 
what are we supposed to say after that? I was gonna say something about uh uh uh, uh sensitivity, covered that. I was gonna say something about lack of appreciation, covered that. Man, drop your knowledge, bro. That's the problem. That's the no, problem. Teach a student, you didn't drop the phone. Right. You took it from us. You didn't no. put on, a, you know, did a whole course in one okay, night. Praise the Lord. Show tonight. I know that's right. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that got everybody quiet. Yeah, yeah. right. Even, look, even the comments got quiet. Like, God damn, sit back and. That boy got a point. <laughs> nah, because. That boy I, good. You know, bro, like. <laughs> I feel like man saved my life because I I know what I was doing, and it was it was two people, bro, that was like hair past sticks, study the craft. Here's a pair of sticks, study the craft, and what frustrates me is we we're getting caught up, like I have books and books and books of just trying because I want to be great. It costs you something to be great, dog. And I feel like everybody is talking about they want to be the GOAT, but you're not putting the shit in with me, though, like that. You're not in the gym shooting with me, bro. Like, you're not in the middle of the night. And real talk, anybody that's, that that really loved this crab has dropped tears behind it because you felt like you wasn't good enough. And then I, I create a product with an after-school band program, and you got the audacity to talk shit online? But you don't know what I'm going through with these kids. I got kids that I got to feed out my own pocket. I'm buying instruments out of you know from the uh, pawn shop, buying mouthpieces, trying to figure out how can I manipulate stuff and 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 make something shape. Negotiating with t-shirt shops and whatnot, robbing Peter to pay Paul for these kids, and you got the audacity to talk about you a goat because you couldn't arrange, but you cross voicing. You're not even resolving right. You have no contrary motion. Oh, but I'm a ha- I'm the hater because I went to school. People don't understand, bro. I felt like a dunce when I went to a PWI because it was like, bro, your passion, you great, Bruh. but you gotta learn. Bruh. Which like like people don't know. Sometimes we're talk them same people that we talk crap about them. What uh the others. <laughs> like like other like like the other other races we we talk we talk crap about them but sometimes they treat you better than your own people Bruh. man you great man you great bro you great but hey like real talk but you gotta learn how to resolve you gotta learn what contrary motion you gotta learn what oblique motion is hey bro this is the real range of the instrument you taking it above that real talk uh it don't sound right mm. now you're distorted understand about frequency understand about peer intonation equal temperament like that's that's what we need to learn because people question me but like i'm solidified in my in other areas and then that's crazy we accept it in some other areas and not even our own man we got chat rooms and and groups that literally the goal and plight is to talk about our culture and some of them ain't marched in it you ain't survive a band camp you don't know what it is to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to get to a band hall and the band director not even there. And it's drum majors in them outside. And you gotta run the campus. And I ain't talking about shaving your head and all that part. That, that ain't nothing. I'm talking about going through that process and really losing 20 pounds in a week. Cause you really working out. 
I'm I'm talking about that, but but you got all the audacity to come up on here and you got people that even all you did was march for high school? Man, missing me with that. Be homesick, but you can't go home? And your band become your family because y'all having Thanksgiving dinner together or New Year's dinner together? That's what you're talking about. Right. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you you didn't hey tonight? Yeah. Tired, bro. I be tired. I be tired, bro. Niggas. I'm just saying, bro. I really be tired because I see it and don't say nothing. Man, I like, like, come on, like, some of your band family became the god parents to your children. Rick is or my, you Rick on is my kids' godparents. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're in the trenches telling these kids who we see every day. Say, I know your mama can't pay for school. Let me show you a way, bro. Just trust me, just for this. Just, just, just trust me for this little bit. Like, let, let, let's talk about the real, how women are marginalized, how nigga Dr. Latoya, uh, how Dr. Latoya Webb legitimately had to transition from a HBCU to a PWI to be recognized how she is now. Mm. And real talk, in the next 10, 15 years, it'll be books that's written about this woman. But you couldn't be a drum major at the school, though? Come on, bro. Mm. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm just, I'm just to the point, bro. Hey, I, I, look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit back and let you go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, like, come on, bro. Let, let's, let's, let's call it for what it, let's call it for what it is, bro. We're doing the same thing because I feel like people do not want to be creative. People are not using the God. Man, one of my worst fears, bro, is when I stand before God and he said, you had a great life and you did everything good, but look what I had more for you because you didn't really tap into your full potential. That's my fear. That's my only fear. I don't feel nobody, but that's my fear. Because you got the opportunity to, to, to rear these kids to being great, but you lazy? Nah, man. I'm sorry, dog. I just, people don't take band serious. We do. Over 80 hours a week. When you know the janitors and the cafeteria people, and they be like, lock up. When these kids tell you more stuff than their own parents, and you praying for them. Man, miss me. Miss me with that, bro. So any band director that's out there, any dance dance teacher, any instructor, anybody that's really in this field trying to better these kids, if you ain't got no solution for me, that's, you know, God bless you, bro. That's just what I'm on. I got a drum instructor that's been volunteering for 12 years straight, no pay. But we got Twitter gangsters. I'm going to be quiet, bro, because I could be all night. This is my calling. That's the difference. This is my calling, not my job. I was going to let you rock, but I think we un- we all understood. <laughs> We we understand. We understand. All right, man. Uh, let's get the first guest in here. He's always first. All right, Justin, what's going on, brother? I don't want to be first. I feel like when I'm first, they kick me off fast. But anyway. You'll be uh, having the longest time on here. Don't be uh, lying. Um, anyway, let me start off with this headless first because I won't get on that topic. Um, 
And since you mentioned Drew, I'm, I'm gonna speak with Drew because Quan, hey Quan, you need to go be somebody pastor, Doc, like you know, a vacation Bible school teacher or something, because you had some passion behind what you were saying. And all we need is a collection plate. You got hey, it. Hey, well, I'm gonna say this real quick. People don't know that's my first masters. I ain't know that. Well, look, in, in in like in like Drew case, I know when Deontay was talking about people was hating on Drew, and like when 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 Quine said you can't you if you don't have a solution, that's when you hate. You know what I'm saying? Most times Drew been doing this thing since Texas Southern. You know what I'm saying? Didn't really get the love that he wanted. Then he went to uh, Alcorn and he's praised. You know what I'm saying? He's assistant director now. Then he has a high school now that's that's thriving. He started it what a year ago, a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Are they battling a known school like Craigmont? So as for this hating dog, people do be hating, and you can hear it in the tone of their voice. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even say that they can they can have a solution, but their solution may be bullcrap. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll hate on somebody because simply it's not them. Everybody had a hate before. People don't like you because it's you. It ain't got nothing to do with you. You sometimes you question yourself, dang, what I did. It ain't nothing but what you did. It's simply it's you and not them. So that hating thing, man, bro, people be, be hating for real, for real. And they ain't got to have no concrete reason why. You can hear it in their voice or with somebody being genuine or when they're critiquing something. Now, a lot of people don't like to be critiqued. I got to give y'all that, too. But sometimes something just be flat out hating, bro. Um, Y'all said something earlier about uh, what I was saying about, I don't know what it was, on a line of blood. Okay, boom. A, a lot of blur uh, that topic. Um, when Kuta said earlier about how he appreciated it was boring the Bethune Cookman versus Family game, but it sounded good. I always thought, well, I guess I was wrong. I thought everybody could decipher the two between cranking and knowing what that sounded good and 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 the boring stuff that we call boring, and that sounded good. See me, you can take two. Two bands that's not known. I ain't gonna say sad bands. And I can appreciate it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gotta be Southern and Jackson all the damn time. I can watch two bands and be like, okay, I know I ain't about to get no cranking 30 million people because they only got 20 in the band. You know what I'm saying? But I can appreciate it for what it is. And I can listen to how good it sounds versus when I get these two monsters. Yes, I thought that everybody can decipher the two, but some people literally would call it garbage because it's not that. So that was a good point y'all made. Another thing I want to say on that, on that topic about how sometimes people call FAMU boring and how, you know, I guess in the times of what we like, I feel like one thing we always say about Bethune Cookman, I don't care what we say about him, how boring it is, they always have a big band. Somebody like it. And I just want to let that be the message to uh, Like when I went live earlier today talking about this Honda band lineup, it, it made me, it made my blood boil a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I've never been one of them people to just like the bigger bands and not appreciate something else. But then they really call this line of trash because it's not the Kings or it's not, you know what I'm saying? But these other bands deserve a shot. So somebody likes what they're doing. And I do agree with y'all in, in this battle band needs some type of um, a live broadcast to make it pop though. You know what I'm saying? And this is the, I would say for every band in that, um, in that lineup for this, their perfect time to let the alumni show out a show up for them. Because if not, it's going to be exactly what we think. Y'all say you're fighting against Mardi Gras. I'm over there debating. This is Baca. I mean, this is Endemian Parade. Quan, you from New Orleans. You understand what I'm going on? You know what I'm saying? Low key, I'm going to say save the lineup, but it kind of made you like, damn, Texas Southern going. 
I guess I can give it. And that's just I'm, I'm being generous. I ain't saying what they're saying in the comments. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still saying it. I know I'm rambling. Um, to the to the next point, I think was the last point. Uh, this old school. Oh, it was like something about um, you get. I don't know what to say. Is it's looking to the past a bad thing? Um, Juan, you, you said everything I was saying in the comments. I'm gonna say no. To answer the question, you should look to the old school because obviously what they did worked. It got us to the point where we are now. You know what I'm saying? I seen something when I was little that I liked that made me want to keep doing this bad thing for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, I think it just like I always say, meet the kids where they at because if you don't meet the kids where you at. They're not going to have a band. I know I have a list on my laptop, and I can't wait to drop it at the end of the season. A lot of these bands who everybody say, like, just boring, or they just, like, they just play this stuff that sound good, they be playing rap daddies. It just don't be the rap daddies. It be like a a, a kid's bop version of it, but it be melodic and stuff. But it be the arrangement. I got some exclusive Norfolk clips of Norfolk cranking the fuck out playing some damn F and L. Let's go. What's that? And to that point, okay, Porsche, you were saying about uh, the Sills can't twirl. To, uh, and I, I didn't pick that song, <laughs> and that ain't my area, okay? I, when they said it, I was like, they playing what? That's why they the cartel band. They the cartel band. I, these, this, they, ugh, that ain't hey, my area. Dance routine is not my area. I love it. Hey, I love it. Hey, you talking so listen, and I, I'm sitting thinking like, y'all don't know what the old school song was talking about. I do get it. It wasn't as blatant, but it's bad music. We can describe, we can change the name of the song. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to say the exact lyric. You know what I'm saying? Music is music. Let's get it on. Uh, what are you talking about? He definitely ain't talking about going to pick a flower in the damn rose, rose garden. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sit on it. She just being a little, a little straightforward with it. So, all in all, we should use stuff from the old school. I don't agree with, um, I do agree with Quan saying you got to look on the albums because that's where some of the main songs be at on the, on the album because that's what it takes. It takes for somebody to listen to the album and start putting that in rotation. That ended up being the second most highest song or the new single because somebody didn't took the time and listened. Also, you got to be more, more creative. Luke, I'm pretty sure you probably listen to something that nobody probably would not be interested in. Like, this could be a hit. But until you write it and you play it, now you have a, 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 a ignorant for no reason, like what Brian Simmons wrote. You can't find that song because he made it up. You know what I'm saying? Like he, or he heard a melody from a damn commercial and made it a song. So, yes, look to the old school. And I just feel like everybody, a lot of people be capped when they talk about, when they talk about um, there's no music now. You know what I'm saying? There's music now. You just got to find it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes as a director, as a, as a, a person over a band, it's, I think we forget that you got to introduce some stuff to, to some to, 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 to the new kids. And how many times y'all had a, a, a situation where a kid might be listening to a song and you hear a sample that's in the song that's something throwback the whole time they think it was a new song, that song been out. You know what I'm saying? So that that can be a start because what may be old school to to me what could offend my band director because now I'm thinking of a song that was when he was in high school. I'm calling that old school. You know what I'm saying? That you got to think about that too. So when we talk about old school. What old school are you saying? You know what I'm saying? Are you talking about when you was born? Are you talking about like to them? Because it hurts my soul when I see people be talking about like Usher, uh, like somebody when I was a little kid. Damn, that's old school, y'all. Damn, I was into that when I was like eight, nine. You know what I'm saying? So that's my spin on it. This is a great ass show, a great show, and um, yeah. Any rebuttals for so, that, Luke? Uh, I, I, I have two things to say. One, 
Um, when what was the 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 busted challenge? Yeah, I got uh, I got offended because yeah. <laughs> my kids, my students. When I was like, you do realize that's a song that was sampled from another song, and they were like, what? Like, yes, that's not a new song, and that song was out when in my backsliding days. So, and then I played the real song for them, and they were like, oh, this old song. I was like, oh, you tripping. So, no, I get what you're saying on that. But I also will agree, and I and I 100% agree as an arranger, uh, some of the best songs are on the album. And here's the greatest example that I can probably give give of that as you were talking. Um, Random Access Memory, Daft Punk. Most people know that album for Get Lucky. But... The song on that album that was dope from Nathan Hamer, Beyond. I'm always like, what is he talking about? Nah, I know Beyond. There. Nope. Nobody, yeah. nobody knew what Beyond was until they played it. And then when I went on the YouTube and looked at Beyond, it was all comments. I'm here because of Southern. I'm here because of Southern. I had never heard that. Uh, we don't speak. I'm, I'm, that was not a single. It was. Not it wasn't a single. It wasn't exactly. I'm telling you. I, I can tell you right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, some of the best songs are on on the albums, and and you know, I I definitely would would agree. You know, divest yourself in the albums, and and you know, think outside of the box, man. Um, you know, I've 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 given Quan some some inside look at some of the things that I've written. Um, and I can tell you right now, they're not like the top 10, top 20 singles. Uh, but there's, there are things that, that are musically sound and there are things that can work for, uh, band programs. So, uh, I I definitely would say think outside of the box and, and look within those, those, those major albums, but, but everything you said, I can, I can definitely, I can definitely agree with you on. Anybody else got anything for, for Justin? Okay, all right. Good. Portia and Justin ain't arguing with each other. Uh, yeah, we Portia on, on the good side. Uh, I I do got my ticket booked for uh, LA two by the way. Oh, you going? You got your ticket booked for what? LA Rose There it is. There it is. I talked to y'all about it later. You coming to the rock? Come on now. Now you got Portia smile. Yeah. Look at that. Um, man, immediately already. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, Mark. What's his name? Yeah, he okay. Come out. The media director. Yeah, media director. Oh, Kevin. Kevin, oh, yeah, Kevin. Kevin uh, yeah, we worked out a little something, something, something. Be in the building, y'all. You know, I'm talking about the whole time too. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, exclusive. Uh, you know, Smash Time Daddy. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Swipe Championship up first, and I'm going to uh, Midwest this year too. I'm so I'm everything that y'all say I need to go to. I'm all in the building for all of it. So uh, yeah, so we'll definitely link up, bro. Cause I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm gonna have a million two questions. Cause uh, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to y'all online about it. I can't, I can't be your sir all day, all day long. But I'm gonna definitely be taking my notes. I got, I'm signed up for a lot of classes too. So uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be pretty cool. Man, that's dope, man. I, you know, I, I can really appreciate it. And, and I think, and, and and I'm not even gonna say I think this is things like this is what this platform was created for for us to be able to share comments and ideas and and opinions and be able to invest in the knowledge that we give. And I really appreciate the fact that you are taking time to really just kind of invest yourself and divest yourself in these things. Um, you know, I, I'm, 
I still hate that you missed those DCI performances, but you you're making up for it, man. You you're making man, up for on, it. Man. I, I, I don't know if we can uh I'm, I'm I signed up for everything. They have a few performances. Uh I know Tennessee State got a the concert band doing something. They got a high school. So I'm every performance I got and if I could film a little bit of it, I don't know, I gotta ask when I get the I definitely cover the stuff that I think that won't be covered. Uh so yeah. So I'm 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 in the building on a lot of it. That one of the things that I remember y'all said. I should go to, so I made sure I registered that for that way early. So I'm in the building, boy. Man, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All man. right, so I'm going, y'all. All right, brother. All right. All right, man. Uh, this has been one heck of a show. Hey, it was it was something that I needed to say uh, that I did not say at the top of the show. Um, man, and this is a side topic. This may be some stuff that the people in the chat may not even be in line with but congratulations to fantasia she is now a member of sigma gamma Rho. and when i tell you listen i I just got to put it out there this go this i don't care what organization you're a part of d9 you know uh kk side tall beta sigma find me alpha sigma alpha young i don't care if you're not gonna pick an honorary that's gonna be excited like that that ain't the honorary for you I'm just going to put the thing that the, 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 and I, and I was telling my wife this the other day, the thing that pisses me off about people selecting honoraries is they just give the honorary out. And then the people will put like one little post on Instagram. Oh, I thank you for the honor. And you'll never see them in anything again. Fantasia was like, yo, I'm in this. I'm hitting the sing daddy. I'm hitting the stroll daddy. I'm hitting the call daddy. I'm a rep it till I, that is how you are supposed to be. It is. You are given this honor for whatever God offer reason they gave it to you. I don't care what reason they gave it to her, but she was proud to hold that thing up and she is holding that thing tight. We got to stop giving out these honorarios to people who don't, who don't really be wanting them in the first place. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Shout out to Miss D, because she be hitting that tall beta Sigma daddy hard. It don't, she, and she honorary, but she show it off. Shout out to Ricky Smiley, because he be hitting that KK side joint too. So I, I, if we going to, if we going to start giving out these honorary daddies, I don't care what, what part of the, the, the Greek spectrum you own, give it to people who actually wanted to be there. Because I don't, I don't like saying, well, this person's a member of the organization. And they'll never even be like, yeah, I'm a member of the organization. You just be trying to claim them just because they're a namesake. Nah, we got to do better than that. Sorry, my bad. I had to put that out there. But shout out to her, though. Uh, anyway, that was it. That was, uh, that's, it's been a hell of a show, man. This is, this is, uh, this has been a good one. This has been a very good one, man. Uh, Kunt, appreciate you, man, for coming through and speaking your piece. Um, matter of fact, let's close out. And let's close out the way we always do. And let's start with Kunta. So, uh, Kunta, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? Anything for the culture? Start paying these bands at these Battle of the Bands. That's all. That, that may be my closing statement going into the new year. But that's my last statement for tonight. Uh, hey, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I will not disagree with that. Uh, my, uh, I don't know if she's back yet. Uh, Portia, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? I don't think I have anything. We covered a lot tonight. But um, 
I think my tip would be everybody not hating. There's always room for improvement. Take some of this stuff for what it is and not personally. Okay. Uh, Maya, you back. You got a snack, didn't you? After I took some food. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you did. I knew you did. I'm starving. I haven't had a true second of peace all day. I've been back to back to back. It's all right. We good. I, but I knew you had a snack though. I just, I just know. I, I know. Who, I know who I'm talking to. I just had to grab a quick, a quick, a quick couple of bunches. This, you know. I didn't. Hey, I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying I knew what you did. You know, it's okay. <laughs> I, you know, it's not a sin. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? Well, I don't know what I missed, but uh. Oh my word! We I don't know. We really covered it all today. I mean, I just I don't know. We just got to keep keep at it, being the change we want to see. There's no steak tonight. Uh, <laughs> no, not tonight. Maybe tomorrow night. Uh, Friday night. <laughs> Quan, uh, Pastor Quano, uh, any any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? Nah. Um, I just believe with all my heart that this is what I'm supposed to do. I believe with all my heart, the people on this panel and that has been on this panel, uh, our calling is to change and transmogrify and take HBCU bands and our culture, uh, and music education to the next level. We just got to keep the faith. And even though we don't see it now, it, it will pay off. Um, I just believe that with my whole heart. But us as a people, we 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 gotta we gotta pick the pill. Do you want to truly support bangers, or do you want to talk about it? You know, it's a choice. And I just feel like all band directors that that truly are in the trenches, the the crystals, the loops, the ricks, the Porsches, everybody that's really in the trenches, that's really pushing, you know, for our culture, so that we can invest in these kids. We are the change, even though, you know, it, it can be discouraging. We just got to keep at it. And it'll be all right. All right. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, my final thoughts. Um, so, first off, uh, unfortunately, I, you know, sometimes I got to always make sure I put it out there, man. Uh, Rockets lost tonight. I mean, I know it's not a shock, but, you know, hey, it was pretty bad. They was getting – they butts handed to him by the Nuggets. Uh, but also, please, uh, I've never done this before, but I, I actually want to do this uh, just to kind of see uh, what you guys put out there, man. So all of anybody who's watching right now, uh, all of our people who have who have been hanging with us for so long, uh, if you have, if you know anybody that you would like to see us talk to on the panel or have on the panel or anything like that or have discussions with, uh, please do not hesitate to hit us up. You can find us on Instagram at Real Talk That Talk. You can also uh, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, anybody you can think of or anybody that's on your mind or anybody that you want to have a conversation or would like for us to have a conversation with or converse with, uh, just go ahead and shout them out or, and we'll do our best to try to get in contact with them. Uh, also, 
Yeah, I got to keep my head up, man. They, they struggling right now. Uh, also, please make sure you go check out the store, www.realtalkthattalk.com. Remember, you can get 30% off your final purchase. Just type in HBCU ban. Uh, I do not have anything else, man. I appreciate everybody who was coming through tonight, all my people who were inside of the chat. Man, it's always a great, great, great time to see you guys having fun in the chat. And I'm telling you right now, man, if y'all ain't seen that private chat, that private chat be off the chain in here. Uh <laughs> But other than that, man, this has been a super dope episode. Some motorcycles going outside my house. This has been a super dope episode, man. I appreciate you guys, man. We will definitely be back next week. All right, so, man, y'all stick around, man. Keep it locked to the Passion is Network. Crystal will be back also, man. This has been a great, great, great show. I have nothing else. This has been super dope. We will see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.